I should mention, Chris, that Jackie is sitting in on the board today instead of space. Space is over her shoulder, making sure nothing goes crazy in here, nothing goes off the rails. But uh, doing a lovely job right now, Jackie, get ready, because we're going to try and hit you. Not like Mother Nature did with the rest of us with winter, but we may uh, get, throw you some curveballs here and there during the show. Uh, Drake yesterday gave a shout-out to us at the AMAs. Never forgets where he's from. Here's his acceptance speech for winning uh, the hip-hop album of the year, or favorite hip-hop album for The Views. I really want to thank everybody that helped me um, make this album, uh, especially 40 for always being there for me, Noel, um, all the producers that are on this album, and... Uh, I want to thank the city of Toronto and. Yeah, and some other people didn't matter who else he was who thanking. Else? We no. got thanked. It's you got to love that. We're there's, the city of Toronto. There are some questions over uh, graffiti in near uh, Bathurst and College on a wall. It is a mural of Drake, and the city wants it down. They say it's graffiti. So uh, we will be talking about Drake a little bit later on in the show. We're also going to be joined by Torkel Campbell in a matter of minutes, who's the lead singer of the band Stars, or one of the two lead singers. He's going to join us and talk about why he joined the Conservative Party of Canada recently. You can do the same for $15. And uh, that's a a fee that uh, earlier on, I believe, in one of the debates for the... uh, leadership of the Conservative Party, Michael Chong said should be waived, and a couple of other uh, candidates said no, because then it won't have any value. People, you know, if they don't have to pay for something, they don't take it as seriously, and we've talked about that in the past as well. What else is going on in the city, Chris? Oh, yeah. There was supposed to be a a meeting today down at City Hall over garbage privatization. 9.30 this morning, there were a lot of people that were assembled, had their notes ready to you know, to speak to um, the city councillors. And we didn't get enough city councillors showing up for work today, not at 9.30. So the meeting's been put off. It was put off till 1.30, so I imagine that's going on right now. But the big subject was privatization of garbage in the uh, east end of the city, east of Young, and that is on the Public Works Committee agenda. Here's John Tory on that. I came into office committed to running the city in a business-like way. Sometimes that means doing things differently at City Hall to make tax dollars go further. It is about value for money. Good services at as low a cost as possible. Yep, that's what it's about. Rob Ford was the first one to privatize uh, garbage collection. A lot of people were happy about that in the West End. And uh, I know that we have a few more clips on the garbage collection, don't we, Chris? Yeah, uh, I think uh, what would be next? Uh, I think Joe Mahavik chatting a little bit about it as well. Maybe not so much of a fan of privatizing East of Young Street. All right. That the best systems are mixed systems, not ones that are wholly inside by inside workers and not wholly contracted out. Yeah, well, uh, one way to look at it. I don't know exactly how that logically makes sense. Maybe that one drives the other to improve their service. So that the private one makes the uh, makes the public one uh, be a little bit more spending conscious, whereas the public one will make sure that uh, the salaries are fair for the private ones. I'm guessing that's his theory that somehow the competition is going to make the service better. But if they've got a bid on it and continually continuously bid on it, then that that's the competition that'll make the service better or should. Theoretically, Yeah, I love what they did, and this is a little bit off topic, but I love what they did recently with the contracts. I think it was in Vaughn for snowplows, and they're giving incentives. Like, if you do a really good job, uh, you might make some more money, and if you don't, then we dock some of the money. This is what I love about privatization, mm-hmm. right? Because you can't really do that when we're talking about a unionized situation, right? No, what are you going to do? There, what, what can you do in that situation? You can say, hey, do it better. But if there's a financial obligation for 
the uh, company to do a better job or do it for cheaper or do it according to the rate that they said they were, that's an improvement. Yeah, uh, somebody from the uh, garbage union uh, decided to speak up on this, on the idea of privatization of the east end of the city and garbage collection. Now they want to contract out east of Young. Good jobs, good paying jobs that people have uh, families and homes and, and you know, uh, kids who go to school and stuff. That just made me think of this. You know, yeah, of course, if you make an argument that it's going to hurt children, yeah. no one's going to want to do it. But the family, but the private companies don't have all these employees just sitting there doing nothing right now. They're going to need to rehire the staff mm-hmm. that now works for the public, the public uh, trash collection yeah. service. You guys already know what you're doing. Yeah, they're going to hire they. They will need to hire new people, and who will be the most qualified? Garbage the collectors already doing it. Exactly. So it's so. not like they're going to be making everyone homeless now. Yeah, we'll see what uh, happens in this situation. But I can tell you this: that the city council voted in 2011 to forge ahead with private trash pickup for west of Young Street. And a staff report in 2015 said the city saves 11.9 million annually. So you think about the savings on the east end of the city as well. So there you have it. Here's something new. McDonald's is starting to offer McCafe on WestJet flights, and I love this. That is good coffee. As of uh, November 21st, which is today. Is that is it November 21st that today? That is today. Boom. Today is November 21st. People aboard the WestJet uh, flights are going to get a McCoffee or McCafe when they order uh, a coffee on, on board. And I like that because you know what? I McDonald's was so smart giving away their coffee. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, well, McDonald's is giving away coffee. Maybe I won't go to Tim's today. Maybe I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And they get you through the drive-thru. And uh, I'll tell you, you get uh, a little bit of brand. You get some loyalty there when you do something nice for consumers. Giving away coffee. Everybody likes something free. I worked for this guy. I don't know if anybody's been to Victoria, B.C. There's this uh, little famous bistro, an Italian bistro. And it, if that isn't a misnomer. It's an Italian restaurant. Anyhow, it's called uh, Pagliacci's, and I used to work there. Pagliacci's. It was the craziest job ever. It was a hostess, and I was also a bartender at the same time. Weird. I know. How can you be both? It's bizarre. <laughs> was Anyhow, the bar at the front of the restaurant? No. So it was always jammed, always crowded, like completely crowded because it was great food. And so it was run by this little guy named Howie, and he talked like this. And he would train me, he was training me in front of a packed lunch house one day, and he walks up to these two ladies, he's got a coffee cup, he says, just go up to the ladies, would you like a coffee? And and you just give it away. You get people love free stuff. He, I mean, he was like a force of nature and freaky, and people loved watching him because he was so entertaining. Uh, he had no edit switch as far as, you know, what to say in front of consumers or not, but people mm-hmm. kept coming back because the food was great. They got free coffee, you filled it up. And I love the idea that McDonald's is doing this. Now the worry is from some people, mm-hmm. now that they're serving their coffee, why don't they just start serving McDonald's food? You know what? Oh. Great idea. I'm all for the... <laughs> Ma- I, no, get rid of your breakfast, WestJet, and just serve egg McMuffins on McDonald's breakfast. I'm telling you, they, uh, Tim Hortons tries to do the old uh, Mc, Mc, Egg Mc, How do you get the Egg McMuffin recipe wrong? It's so easy to steal. I don't know. Is it just me that you go through and you're like, well, I'm at Tim's. I'm going to get their egg on a English muffin. Doesn't taste the same as the Sometimes egg when I have the McDonald's, though, I've got to rush to the lavatory. And I don't think that that's something you don't want to have too many lineups for that particular feature of the airplane. Coffee also does that, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I'm used to coffee. It's a diuretic. 
Anyhow, uh, I love that idea. I would take it a step further. I would serve an Egg McMuffin on my plate. Um, This is interesting news, and it's also sad. The number of pedestrian deaths on provincial roads has hit an eight-year high, according to the OPP. 30 pedestrians have been killed by drivers on provincial roads this year. That's a 66% increase over the same period last year. And uh, I have to say, I'm beginning to think, you know, it's the pedestrians. And before you go, well, Cal, geez, the reason why is who who among us has not almost stepped out into traffic and thought that guy could have killed me? Mm -hmm. Not that it's not the driver's fault. But you really have to have your eyes peeled. So I'm I'm kind of blaming this. And, you know, and it sounds bizarre to say this, but I'm saying that, you know, we all have to be aware. And when you're a pedestrian, you almost have to be more defensive than the driver. Do well, you know? yeah. The you driver, have to be completely aware. The driver's going to have a really bad day if he hits you or she. Right. But the uh, pedestrian, you're taking your own life into your hands if you're not willing to look both ways before you cross the street or and also well you're looking down at your phone you're walking you have to be defensive as you walk because you can't count on people to see you and 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 when we say defensive we're not talking about hey jerk (laughs) no not like that kind of defensive. we're talking about you know be just being alert you you have to you just have to drive the way i do or walk the way i drive and that is i assume no one no one is ever looking at me No one is ever looking for me when they're driving. I will, I will purposely get out of somebody's blind spot. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I hit it to get out of that blind spot because I don't know. It's so many people driving, a, driving with people in their car, and I'm a passenger, and I'm terrified because they've been driving in someone's blind spot for, I don't know, five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, this person might lane change. They have no idea. You're there. You just can't drive like that with me in the car because it makes me. Anyhow, um, Trump has agreed to pay $25 million to settle that Trump University lawsuit. Uh, Let me just take you back in time a little bit here. He uh, said during the election that that he would not pay this. He said, uh, I could have settled this case numerous times, but I don't want to settle cases when we're right. I don't believe in it. And when you start settling cases, you know what happens. Everyone sues you because, you know... You get known as a settler. One thing about me, I'm not going to be known as a settler. So he has paid $25 million to uh, this class action suit, which alleges that Trump University failed to deliver on its promise to teach success in real estate through programs that cost up to $35,000. They say that uh, the program misled students by calling itself a university when it wasn't an accredited school and by saying Trump handpicked its instructors. The deal, by the way... Does not require Trump to acknowledge wrongdoing. How convenient. Well, he has to fork out some money, and now it's, I guess, out of the news for now. And there you go. I I read somebody saying, you know, I know a lot of people are saying they have Trump fatigue. Somebody said they had Trump uh, somnia the other day. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? I think I might have Trump somnia as well. It's just, you know, people want you to stop talking about it, but you can't. There's always a story, and the guy is going to be the prime minister or the uh, president of the United States of America. You just freaked a lot of people out. No, I didn't. No, Some people are didn't. like, yeah, suck that, Katrera. 